And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. We are still in our sermon series entitled, The Reliability of God's Word. That's our sermon series. This sermon today, this installment is entitled, Praise the Lord, it's coming up. God is good. This sermon series is entitled, Do This While Hanging Tight for the Appearance of Your Request. I know it's long. I was trying to shorten it, but it is entitled, Do This While Hanging Tight for the Appearance of Your Request. Because many of us, we have petitioned God. Amen? We petitioned God and we are still waiting. God sent me to tell you this morning, hang on tight. And there are some things we have to do before our request manifests. Amen? Sometimes it happens right away like a miracle. Praise the Lord. Sometimes it takes a little time. But that's all right. Because it's all the Bible. Amen? It's all what? It's in the Bible. The principle is Mark chapter 4. It says the kingdom of God is like. So what God, what Rabboni, that's Master Jesus. Amen? What he does is he uses earthly earthly practices and processes to help us understand how the kingdom of God operates. And unfortunately since we just forget about these practices, these processes to our own hurt. Mm? To our own hurt. And if we ignore these practices, these processes, we will come up with our own way of doing things, saying things, and then we will break down. We will what? Break down and walk away. But that's not what we are going to do. We are going to look at what the Bible says. You see, post-COVID, we could make a mistake. Amen? We could risk omitting what God's word says, but not now. No, 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 not now. We are building a different type of house. A different type of spiritual house. And we want the structural integrity of that house not to be compromised. We want it strong so when the wind and the rain come, and they will come, praise the Lord, it will stand. It will stand. Amen? Amen? How many of you can say that your house is standing? Yeah, yeah, my house is standing. Amen? It is standing because it's built on rock. On the word of God. Amen? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Man, I feel so excited. Now, let me warn you. These are very familiar scripture verses. And don't do like me. I grew up in church and heard these verses preached so much. Every time. A certain time in my life, whenever I heard these verses preached, I just disregard what was said. <laughs> Let me say that again. Don't you do like I did. Because sometimes familiarity does what? Bridge disrespect. You know, don't, don't ever get familiar with God's word. Don't ever say, I've heard this already. I mean, because God showed me a few things about these verses. He gave me some insight in these verses I want to share with you. Amen. So, Mark chapter 11, verse 22 reads, this is Jesus. Amen. And uh, keep in mind, this last three verses, this is the conclusion of the story of the fig tree. You remember, Jesus spoke to the fig tree. He's now moving his disciples out of the abracadabra community. Let me say that again. 
you see they had seen him lay hands on the eyes lay, lay hands on the blind and blind and on the blind and blind blind eyes just popped open amen he saw they saw him healed uh, um all type of sickness and disease amen and so they thought well they thought well that's how it works that's the kingdom of god and jesus in his mind said no i got something better i got something better amen you see a baby a little child a little child a baby experiences a miracle ongoingly food just appear pumpers appear <laughs> you know what i'm talking about a bottle appears everything just appears. it's a miracle until they grow up <laughs> oh bless god are you getting what i'm saying so jesus had some babies with him and he said i need to move these men out of the abracadabra community and take them to the place where people get mature amen where they're processed out and so he decided to leave jerusalem going down to bethany he saw fig tree and he spoke to the fig tree and he said in verse 14 let no man mark chapter 11 verse 14 let no man eat fruit from you as of today you remember he said that that's what he said jesus answered and said unto it no man the word man means human beings no human being will eat fruit from you hereafter forever and the bible says his disciples heard it jesus talked to the fig tree and notice what notice this brothers and sisters he talked to the fig tree the fig tree said well my purpose is to bring for fruit i'm not going to do it i'm just going to die <laughs> with one word he ended the existence of a tree say that again with what one phrase he ended what the existence of a tree one phrase brothers and sisters one phrase now when he ended the existence did it look like anything happened right away ah did it look like the fig tree just say okay jesus and just withered from the root no that didn't happen and that is what jesus was showing his disciples when you speak the word of god whether or not you see results you just believe mm? it's not based on what you see or else you're going to break down but you need to be mature you need to grow because you need to understand there are certain processes in this life that god has established and ordained and sometimes i said last week god has to what god has to alter these laws to accommodate us are you <laughs> are you getting what i'm saying sometimes you say those things and then i get so many questions and i'm saying these things are in the bible god altered the universe for joshua didn't he joshua a, a, a man a man didn't god say tell us in james chapter 5 El elijah was a man of like passion didn't god tell us that elijah was a man of whom you know what that mean elijah ate he took a shower he used the restroom like any ordinary human being but because of his faith in god elijah what did he do he brought forth a famine a drought by using one phrase and then he broke the drought by using one phrase <laughs> and so when jesus spoke to the fig tree it seems like nothing happened they went to bethany on their way back peter saw it we don't have the benefit of his voice inflection but we knew peter was jumping on one leg 
Master, the tree you spoke to died. And Jesus' response is in Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Our sermon series is entitled, Do This While You Hang Tight Before Your Blessing Manifest. Let us see what we have to do while we hang tight. Amen. So that our, and, and, and when I say blessing sins, I mean, what are we talking about? I'm not talking about getting a billion dollars. I'm not talking about getting an airplane. I'm talking about basic things that God, that's in God's will, that's in the salvation package we need. Things like survival. Just need a little more money. God said if a man cannot provide for his family, he's worse than an infidel. Are you with me? So a man being able to provide, that's, are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes there is more month at the end of the money. Now you know what I'm saying? And all you need, God, all you need is just a, just a little more. Is something wrong with that? No. Basic things, when we talk about believing that for, just health. Is there anything wrong in walking in divine health? Th simple things. Simple things we're asking God for. A, 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 another simple thing is there anything wrong in having a spouse if you're believing God for a spouse don't you break down since I'm saying simple things that's in the will of God sometimes we petition God and they never show up or they take a long time I'm here today to tell you hanging tight and there are some things we're going to look at multiple things we're going to look at I'm going to address one today amen and we'll address the remainder. Amen? Amen? Simple things that's in the salvation package. Simple things Jesus died for. That we have a right to. Amen? Don't you give up. This is Jesus' response. He said, Jesus answered and said to Peter, while everybody was jumping. Amen? And what, what, it's, like, it's like they were having a party. And Jesus was just cool. Amen. Because Jesus is not one of those who believe when he sees. Jesus believes when he prays. He believes when he speaks immediately. Some of us only believe when we see. So he said, oh, that's not the way you should be as a Christian. I'm going to take you out of the abracadabra community. Sell your house. Amen. The homeowners. Anyhow, let me move on. Jesus said to them, what? Have faith, What? In God. Very first thing, very first thing you need to have before your healing, before your spouse, before that additional increase, before your health spring forth. What if it hasn't? Sometimes it springs forth speedily, right away. If it hasn't, this is the very first thing you need to do. Have what? Faith in whom? Not in yourself, not in your money, not in your praying, and your praying, and your... No, 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 no. It is faith in what? In God. Is praying wrong? No. For that matter, that's one of the other things I'm going to show you. We're going to talk about. There are things you and I can do, do to accelerate the manifestation of our petition. So Jesus said, do what? Have faith in... 
I'm going to read the rest because, as I said, I'm going to show you something God showed me in these three verses. Very common verses, but since don't you ever overlook and call a scripture verse common. Amen? Don't do the mistake I made. Verse 23, read. For verily, this is who's speaking? Jesus is speaking. And when he's speaking, you and I, we need to perk up. Because he doesn't speak lies. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto what? This mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he and the word and, and sisters, you hear me, don't you get offended when you see he 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 in the bible it means just human being amen so it means here but shall believe that those things which the human being says is that better shall come to pass the human being will have whatsoever the human being saith saith eth is king james's version to for present continuous you don't just say something go home sit down eat a pizza and go to sleep no 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 you got to continue doing what saying it saying it believing it and then after you say it you move into thanking god for it are you with me you you you, you ask and then you move into thanksgiving and praying the prayer of thanksgiving is a prayer of faith because you're telling god thank you for it already it hasn't manifest in the in the physical realm but we know in the spirit which we will examine later that god says yes and so to be in the spirit on the same level with god you move into the prayer of thanksgiving notice what i said to be in the spirit to move on the same level with God you start telling him thank you daddy thank you daddy and not saying where is it what's going on it's been two years <laughs> oh bless God hallelujah you still believe in God right yeah still believe in God don't let your faith get shipwrecked first timothy 1 19 some people's faith have been shipped wrecked and we'll talk more about it later amen you hang in there and you believe god now is the time for us to trust god in this coronavirus delta variant days amen where this the infection is everywhere wherever you pass it's on the news media now is the time for us to trust in the lord jesus said the very first thing you have to do the very first thing you must do to change the norm, to speak to a victory, to end the existence of what's bothering you is to release the word of God into it. That's the very first thing. And then when you release the word of God, you have faith in God. Amen. What do you do? You have faith in God. And then, can you go to verse 24? Verse 24 is the conclusion of the, of the two, of verse 22 and verse 23. Verse 24, Jesus says, therefore, therefore means... Amen. Therefore means in conclusion. Amen. Here is the whole gist 
of what I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to wrap up in a neatly tight package what I've been trying to communicate to you. Therefore, I say unto you, that's Jesus speaking, that what things soever mm -hmm, you desire. Now that's a bold statement to make. That's a bold statement for God, the God-man to make because that can be misinterpreted. Are you with me? Some people can take that and that's an open-ended statement. Can take that and put anything in that. But brothers and sisters, God is only responsible. He'll, he, he will only honor everything you and I ask that's within the covenant. Amen? God will honor everything that's in the covenant. Praise the Lord. So if you ask God, you say, God, you said whatsoever things I desire. Well, I desire money from the bank. I'm going down, down and, and get the money and... That's not, is, is, is the stealing in the covenant? No. So God is going to honor what's in the covenant. What things soever you desire, what you've got to do? When you pray, when you pray, believe that you receive them. When you pray, now, Father, I need a spouse. Lord, I need an increase. Lord, what else? I need favor with that particular individual. Hmm? When you pray, when do you believe? When do you believe you receive? Now. You don't wait. <laughs> when you see it appear to believe. So the Bible says, believe that you receive them and you shall what? You shall have them. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Can you go back to verse 22? Let me show you what God showed me. I told you I made a mistake. And, and think these verses were familiar. Well, God showed me this right here. When Jesus said, have faith in God. That phrase, have faith in God. It's a, what is called a thematic statement. It is a theme. And what he's going to do is develop that theme in verse 23 and 24. <laughs> I've been reading the Bible for years. I never, I never understood what God was doing. Have faith in God. Since faith has an object. It is faith in something. You're sitting on the chair because you have faith the chair is going to keep you up. Why do you have faith that the chair is going to keep you up? It's because you know the chair has met the manufacturer's standard. So you, because you have knowledge of that, you just plop down. You don't walk around saying, well, I'm not sure. These chairs here, I know they don't cost that much. I know somebody fell on one of these chairs. Nobody does that when they, none of you did that, right? You just came, you sit right in because knowledge of how the chair got there, you know. Well, I'm going somewhere with that. You see, it is knowledge. Are you, are you gonna <laughs> woo, have faith in faith has an object? Many of you have faith in a pilot, you have faith in the airline, so you just go book your ticket, get in line, walk down the concourse. Bless the Lord, you sit down, uh, you get your little peanut, praise the Lord, a small cup of coffee, and you're flying high. No worries. 
Why? Faith in the pilot, faith in the airline that they have exercised certain protocols to protect your life. I'll bring it home in a while. Are, are you getting me? And so you have no problem. Nobody doubts on the airplane. Nobody. Because, yeah, because they have knowledge. Listen, knowledge of. I didn't say knowledge about. There's, there's a big difference. Are you with me? Knowledge of is first-hand experiential knowledge. Knowledge about that second-class, second-hand knowledge. Mm, are you getting what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? I'm going somewhere with this right here. Because you have to have faith in something. Amen. And Jesus said the very first thing you have to do while you're hanging tight before the manifestation of your blessing is to have what? Faith in God. Let me ask you those of you who are looking and those of us who are here. Do you have faith in God? Do you trust in God? Faith forsaking all in trusting him. Have you forsaken all? In trusting him because brothers and sisters we have to do an evaluation and the reason why is because the Bible mentions a lot of type of faith we'll look at them in a while there's great faith no faith little faith Jesus even said you have no faith we'll go down the line and we're going to look praise the Lord and hopefully we'll get a chance to do a little evaluation and say where am I in this process which one do I embrace am I one who has a great faith or do I have little faith or do I have no faith at all or is my faith inoperational and needs a jump start since I'll be honest with you we have the process is given to us by God and for years for some reason, I think it's because we forget it, we get familiar with it, amen? And, uh, you know, then the time comes for us to have faith in God, time comes for us to stand and square our shoulders, and for some reason, we don't do it as we ought to, amen? Faith, Dr. Rogers, late Dr. Rogers, Adrian Rogers, he said, faith is belief with legs on it. I personally believe this is what I believe faith is I believe faith is the operative power working in the life of a believer because of knowledge of God that's what I believe now now this is what I this is what I believe notice as I said it's faith is the operative power working in the life of a believer because of knowledge of God it is experiential knowledge you have you have walked with God you've and you have failed a few times you have won a few times amen luckily that your your winnings outweigh your failures and you have experience with God are you with me well so you have experience with God you look back and you see where you have messed up mm? praise the Lord and you use that now as fertilizer to move forward you look back and you see where you've gained your victory amen and so now because of that you have operative power 
working in you based on knowledge experiential knowledge of God Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says now unto the human being who is able to now unto him God sorry now unto him who is able to do what exceedingly abundantly above all we may ask or think is that correct it is that correct you see that's how we've been reading that scripture verse for years but we forget the second part let's look at the second part Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 Ephesians 3 20 I've heard that I grew up for years in the church and I only heard the first part now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think and we stop right there no he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you may ask or think according to the what power the power to believe God that work it has to be working there can be power but it's not working that power has to be working you got to turn the power on the power is off I'm sorry I didn't mean to get too loud but it burns me it burns my heart it really it's for years you uh, it is according to the power that works in you first Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9 says we are laborers together not just God that's why Jesus had to take them out of the abracadabra community because they just receive receive and see see like a big old baby breakfast show up lunch show up new clothing show up it's a miracle until they grow miracles stop yes sir nothing is wrong with miracles for that matter some things come through miracles you need that jump start but you don't stay there let me say that sometimes you need that jump start you need to start amen and now you have proof the power of god works man i'm gonna stay in that vein and not go back i don't have to wait until the next great man of god come around I have to wait every year he comes and do and do an evangelistic meeting praise the lord <laughs> for me to step in line and sing i'm next in line for miracle nothing wrong with that song amen praise the lord <laughs> don't get me wrong nothing wrong with that song but brother i haven't got to wait in line i'm a child of the king I'm a child of the king Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 said to me I sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus I got the best seat in the kingdom what am I doing in line <laughs> I, I, I got the best seat in the kingdom I don't have to stand in line oh God I give you prayer I know the amen is tight and it's rough because we've seen that song so long I'm next in line <laughs> amen you see he sings it so well he's not in the choir and he sings it so well praise the lord <laughs> sense let me tell you this morning you are seated in christ in heavenly places you've got the best seat in the kingdom ah oh, god i give you praise i give you glory i give you honor Ooh, thank you jesus amen so so right here 
have faith in God we said it's a theme a thematic statement Jesus is going to develop that theme in verse 23 and 24 since it's always having faith as I said in something don't you forget that faith in God faith in God it's what faith in I need you to keep that in mind faith in God amen how do we have faith in God second Peter 3 18 tells us to grow in grace and what in the knowledge about God no 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 in the knowledge what yeah yeah it didn't say about God growing grace in the knowledge of God it's right here but growing grace and in the knowledge of not about of our Lord Jesus Christ and that is how God is going to get glory the reason why God doesn't get glory from you and I is because we haven't grown in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ when you grow in grace and in the knowledge of I was telling somebody a friend of mine sometimes I have to speak in third person amen he had he needed some work done on his house on his on his um on his fence on his fence somebody messed up his fence and the fence guy he called the fence guy and when he called the fence guy uh, he communicated what his problem was he said somebody try coming into you know breaking my, you know the fence you just erected for me can you please come and the man said okay all right and uh, the, the man said uh, the man called his name right away and he laughed and he said oh <laughs> my accent right gave it up and the man said no not your accent the man said because you were so nice and kind to me I never forgot you the little things that we take for granted and the guy said well to God be the glory right here to him be glory both now and forever how does God get glory when we grow in grace you got to grow in grace grace is niceness that's my that's my word for it English word niceness you got to grow in niceness and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ you got to be nice people are looking for nice people now especially now amen you got to be nice the Bible says in uh, Psalms chapter 5 verse 12 God hath blessed the righteous with favor God has surrounded the righteous you, you if you know that you you <laughs> <laughs> you've you, you you you've got to be nice my goodness you see most times you're not nice because we do not know what's going on it's it's right there for thou lord will bless the righteous with favor will thou compass him as if with a what shield so i'm going to do i'm going to uh, uh to dmv i know there is a long line amen but i have learned to grow in grace and in knowledge i know there's a long line so i'm going dmv with with all teeth out just smiling praise the lord because i know with favor how this surrounds me as with a shield so i'm going there because i know the line may be long but i'm gonna get favor 
I'm going to be nice. Well, oh, or not. Let me tell you what I found out living the Christian life. For many of us, when we leave the house of God, it's out the window. Let me say that again in English. For many of us, when we leave the church, it's out the window. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? It's out the window. Out there, we need to be nice so God can get the glory. Does God get the glory out of your life? The Bible said Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above all his fellows. He was a nice person to be around. Very nice person to be around. Very nice. Think about it. Since is that you and I when we live here? Is that you and I at the grocery store? Yeah, thank you. Yes. Is that you and I at Walmart or our mind is so full with how people have done us wrong and what's happening in the economy and so on and so forth and how my supervisor did me wrong and, and my... I was at, I was in the gym, Gold's Gym, not Gold's Gym, sorry, Planet Fitness. And a guy, Elder Brenner, had a t-shirt on his, on his, um, a guy had a, a guy had on his, on his, um, a t-shirt. And it says, we love Jesus, let's evangelize the world. Amen. I came up and I said, man, that's a good, I'm looking at him from afar. And I'm saying, man, that's a good t-shirt, I want one like that. But he's lifting weights and his facial expression. And I'm looking, I'm saying, how can you evangelize the world with that face? So I walked up to him. Something happened to me. I just, and I said, sir, when you wear this shirt, you got to smile. All of a sudden he said, yes, yes, I forget, I forget. <laughs> if you are telling the world, are you with me? I know some of you said, well, he moved off on a tangent. No, I did not. I'm sorry about that. We live in a time where People are, just, people are looking for a line to hold on to. Looking for love and a smile. Shocked, the man said, no. It's not your accent. It's because of how nice you were. I meet other people that I build fences for and they're so grouchy and hard and just unyielding and unbending. Wouldn't say thank you. Give me trouble to get the last half of my money. You, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Let me go back on my topic. <laughs> that would be nice if I go back on the topic. <laughs> Have faith. <laughs> Have faith in what? In God. He said, Have faith in God. Have faith in whom? In God. Matthew chapter 8 verse 26. Jesus told his disciples. O ye of little faith. This is the faith that puts limitation on what the Lord can do. 
You remember when Jesus fell asleep in the boat and it began to storm and they, would, they had a bucket throwing water out of the boat and Jesus was snowing. Think about it. Jesus knew how to take a real nap. It was storming. Mm? It was storming. Are you having problems sleeping? If you are, you should not. Je look how Jesus was sleeping in a storm. You say, Father, if Jesus can sleep that hard in a storm, <laughs> if I am in Christ, oh God, I give you praise. Well, I can sleep that way too. You see, the Christian life has to, has to be more than the church. It has to leave the church and go to the house. If if Abraham can sleep the way he slept, if God could anesthetize Abraham to the point where God killed and slaughtered quite a few animals and Abraham was still asleep. The Bible says a deep sleep came upon him and he slept well if Saul the wicked king God could put Saul asleep so David can cut his robe come on are you... what about you and I good sleep. good sleep it's all in the bible uh, ambience is the ambience people take ambience to sleep I'm not sure what whatever you take to sleep melatonin Melatonin, whatever you take to sleep, brothers and sisters, I recommend what God has. Tell God if Jesus got it, if Abraham got it, if wicked Saul King had it, certainly I can get some good rest. Certainly, Lord, you can lay your hands on me. Certainly, you can send an angel to calm my soul. Certainly, glory be to God, and I can get some good sleep. I just thought I would mention that. Amen. When Jesus got up from his sleep, he told the disciples what he said to them. And he said unto them, Why are you fearful, O ye of? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. No big deal. In other words, what I can do, you can do it too. <laughs> Ooh, it, let me demonstrate to you how to calm a storm <laughs> are you experiencing a storm in your life now do what Jesus did get up from your slip get up from your slip and sometimes the slip is not literal slip you keep just playing with that stuff. You aren't going to play with that anymore. Are you with me? You speak a word like Jesus did. Yeah. And calm that storm yeah. in your life. Let me give you one story and I'm going to end right here. One more story I'm going to end. Glory be to Jesus. There was an old lady, an old lady. Lord have mercy. She was living behind the city. They didn't, have, they, they didn't have much land, so their family could only buy land away from the city. There was a big mountain between she and the city. Beautiful city. Mm? There was a huge mountain between she and the city. And she got saved and she, she got saved and began to read Mark 11, verse 23. Have faith in God. 
If you have faith, you will speak to the mountain, cast into the sea. It's right here. Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, she said, I'm a whosoever. <laughs> and there is a mountain blocking my view of the city. It would be nice just to see the city with the lights at night. My property would become prime real estate property. True story. She's talking to herself. So she said, well, the Lord said, you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt. There is no doubt in my heart. So she said, mountain in the name of Jesus, I command you to be removed and be cast into the sea. Two years, every morning she got up. Mountain. One morning she got up and the city brought dynamite <laughs> they said to her we're going to blow that mountain and put a road a highway i 10 or i whatever lord have mercy but i something is coming through and because of that we have to level that mountain after two years of confessing the word of god the city leveled the mountain and then when the mountain was leveled she said come devil come come take a look at the city with me yeah after two years she's the devil has been telling her it won't work it won't work you're just an old lady nothing's going to happen you're just an old lady and she said no no i saw it in the word if i don't doubt and i don't doubt i believe god the city and dynamite the mountain. <laughs> now, I will tell you this right here, brothers and sisters. <sighs> You'll hear a lot of teaching. Or you might, like I did, on what this is and what it's not. You have a choice to believe God's word or not. You have a choice to believe. You may, f you may, you may come across a well-meaning individual with good intentions who may tell you this is not what it means. Amen. And try to exp you see before COVID-19 we could explain the scriptures away. After COVID-19 we cannot explain the Bible away. This is Jesus speaking. And he said verily truly and he doesn't lie. Does Jesus lie? He said truly I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Any mountain. Anything that seems to be insurmountable in your life. Any disease. Any sickness. Mm, anything. Any mountain. God said you got to say something. Mm? You got to say something to it. And then do not doubt in your heart. That's what he's looking at. Last verse. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say. I said last scripture, last verse. You remember the man who had the troubled child and the devil in Mark chapter 9, the devil tried to kill him. And the father tells Jesus, sometimes the demon took him and threw him in the fire. Threw him in the water. But the little boy was a fighter. The demon tried to drown him, tried to burn him, and would not kill him. And the father cried out to Jesus and said, <sighs> he said, Lord, help my belief. No, no, you, you need to see. You, you, you need to see. Jesus, can you go to Mark chapter 9? I think it's verse 23. Je that's what Jesus told him. Jesus said, said to him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible jesus said if thou canst what believe all things are what possible to him that 
Let's go to the previous verse. The previous verse quickly. Let us see what led up to that. And that's what I want to show you. And it, oftentimes it cast him into the fire. That's the father talking to Jesus. And into the water to destroy him. But what? what, what? But if thou canst do anything. Have compassion on us. Help us. What did Jesus tell him? That's verse 22. Where's verse 23? Jesus said unto him, if thou what? Yeah, yeah. If you can believe all things are what? He said, God, help me. He said, if you can do anything, help us. Didn't Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things are? Now, now, I want you to see what's happening. Jesus doesn't hold back. Human beings hold back. Let, let me tell you, Jesus, Jesus didn't stutter. When Jesus said, this mountain, don't go there, in Mark chapter 11. When he said, this mountain, you can speak to it, command it to go into the sea, don't doubt. He didn't stutter. In the concluding verse, he said, therefore I say unto you, verse 24, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe, are you with me? He didn't stutter. Here, Jesus told the man, if thou canst believe, all things are possible. I'm here to tell you, saints, Jesus doesn't stutter. It is educated men who wants us to stutter. <laughs> are, are you with me? Yeah, people who think they're no better than Jesus, people who think they're no better than God, and because I, I hate to say it, and because we as Christians, we always we always trying to get a way out of what God says, so we agree with them, and not hold ourselves accountable to what God's word says. If God said, "If thou canst believe," give me a break, and at least let me try. Let me try. Don't tell me I can't. I can't. And explain it away. I don't need you to explain nothing away to me. I've been suffering long enough. It's not you, it's me and my family, me and my kid, me and my. No, give me, let me try. At least can I try, sir? Sir, madam, please can I try? The next one of them will come up to you and tell you otherwise. You say, sir, can, I, can you allow me to please try? Can I try, please? Let me fail on my own. Yeah, instead of trying to help me walk away. I don't need you to help me to walk away. I need to hang in there. And I'm not going to stutter as, because Jesus didn't stutter. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? We need to stand. Stand. And see the salvation of the Lord. David said in Psalms 27, 13, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm not fainting. I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord. The goodness of the Lord is a spouse. The goodness of the Lord can be good health. The goodness of the Lord can be increased. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. Since these are the days where you gotta, we got to stand for that. And don't let anybody take it from us. Are you with me? Stand for it. Don't let anybody take it from you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Next week, I'm going to show you, brothers and sisters, because we have faith in God, what some people did. 
Amen. What's, we'll, we'll, we'll finish this right here. Praise the Lord. We'll finish this right here. And then we'll look at when people have faith in God, what they do. They don't just stand up and say, I got faith in God. I got faith in God. No. Faith in God has action. Works. When you got faith in God, you don't stay quiet. <laughs> oh God, I give you praise. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com or call the church 850-408-8496.